Pod, 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 pod. Rugby pod. Hello and welcome along to the Rugby Pod. I'm your host, Andy Good. Oh, Boo. Boo. Unfortunately, Andy Rowe's not with us this week uh, due to personal circumstances. He's had to go back to New Zealand, so we're thinking of him. But I'm joined by Big Jim and even bigger, Joe Marler. Back in the house, Joe. Hello. Thank you for having me back. How are you? you? I'm good, thanks. No, I'm talking to Joe. sorry. I'm talking to Joe. How are you, mate? Because obviously, uh, Quinn's Northampton Friday, you pulled out injured in the Mm warm-up. Don't warm up. There's the first thing. Bit of just a bit of advice from the old soldier. You eating sweets? Yeah, don't do it. He's coming in there. He's eating my sweets. (laughs) He's eating sweets. Yeah, gutted about Friday night. Got a dead leg in the previous game, and uh, it just wasn't. You got a dead leg and you didn't play. Yeah, really. Uh, But the difference is, Jim, I was selected to play. Yeah, yeah. But I chose to pull out because I had a dead leg. Whereas in your case, you were never selected to play. I would have played with a dead leg if selected. In the the eighteen on a Monday night, Jim. I would have played with a dead leg. In the eighteen on a Monday night, dead leg, mate. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Uh, But mate, the loss without you. It's like the podcast. Did we get to number one last week or not? We've got to say a big thanks to Joe, actually. Well, no, we don't. We, we got to number one with Joe's first inclusion on the podcast no, this year. It, it wasn't necessarily... I mean, it was coincidence, really, that we got to number one. It was There was a lot of factors. There was a lot of people wanting the podcast to come back, which was last from our work last year. You are an ungrateful wanker. <laughs> Do you know that? Why can't we just get on? How, I, we're sitting on the same sofa now, so yeah. we are. We're getting close. We, we've got pillows in the way. Like with, Yeah, but my pillow's in the way because it hides my gut. Say friends, foes. No, I'd say I'd enemies. say I'd say we're well, it can't war- be either, mate. I work barely know the bloke. Work associates. We're warming. No, it, that's his assessment of it. What's your assessment? Well, I haven't made an assessment yet. Okay, we'll see. But all I know is, get to number one on the podcast. Joe's like, well, I've got a market here. Yeah. I ain't playing this week. I ain't playing. Whereas me, I was doing both. What, you watching know. Saracens play no, no, and then I was playing. I was, I was dominating. <laughs> I was dominating and podcasting and just causing headlines. Piss off, Jim. Well, yeah, how was your week, Joe? Obviously, missed out the weekend. Train today? Uh, yes, I did some training today. And yeah, how, how were the boys after the weekend? Obviously, the boys were all right. Because he was frustrated, wasn't he? He was frustrated. There was a couple of things that got in his tits a bit and got on the boys, under the boys' skins a bit. There was a couple of... I don't know about that turnover at the end. Did you watch it? Yeah, I did, yeah. So you're going to say it's a sweet turnover, aren't you? Completely fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, I thought, I, I, you just need to be a little bit more impartial, mate. No, I did. I thought Quinn's look. Mate, Guzzy's there, mate, so I like him now. Okay. I, I thought you boys were unlucky. I think Guzzy said it in the interview after. Uh, he said that he was more pleased with that performance from the Quinn's boys than the week before because of the character that they showed. Which, as we know, Goody, in years gone by, <laughs> it's just never been there. They've had no character. Oh, this is ridiculous. But he was keep he, it serious, please, for okay, a second. Okay, so he was happy, weren't he? He was happy with the performance. He was happy, and he he said today, you know, he's happy with what he said in the interview as well. Defensively, we we stuck it in there, and we haven't had that previously before, so that was pleasing. I think attack-wise, we just needed to change it up a little bit more. But we were still in there last minute of the game to possibly come away with. Do you get two points for a draw? You do. What is it? You do, Joe. It is two points. It is mate. two just, points. Just, just bend over and push, mate. That's it. <laughs> I couldn't even do that, mate. So yeah, we were pleased with some parts of the performance, but we want to win, don't we? You so. do. You do. And Jim, your your weekend. Let's talk about your weekend, shall we? Friday night over in Ulster. Did oh, you did yeah. you get out and see Titty Von Tramp at all? In no. What's Titty Von Tramp? You, have you not heard about Titty Von Tramp? No. Uh, basically, transvestite in Belfast, massive knockers, boobs the size of your head. And hung like an absolute donkey. Uh, <laughs> hangs around the boys. Or oh, used it's a real to, person. It's a real person. Yeah, Titi Von Trapp. I don't know his or her name. We actually need to find that out. So, um, bit of a Belfast cult reality. Why were you over star. there? I was commentating. 
On, on, the, on the big game at the weekend. So you were doing serious rugby work? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Can't, believe it, can that. can't believe it. Can't believe it. It's crazy, yeah. It's kind of like I've, got, I've got so many. <laughs> Absolute bollocks. I am a man of, of, of many talents, you know, so we've got this. Who's employing you to oh, do serious rugby mate, work? Mate, you should watch it, mate. You should watch it. You should subscribe to Premier Sports TV. Oh, here we go. But I did. I did the Ulster Edinburgh game. Edinburgh lost again. Mate, to be fair, the game I did before, the Ospreys Edinburgh was shite. Um, and then the Ulster Edinburgh, uh, Edinburgh game was class. Edinburgh winning in injury time George Clooney George Clooney again steals the shows he gave away the penalty that got Edinburgh in the lead Edinburgh were winning like 16-3 at half time or something but I mean Ulster to be fair they won in the they beat Scarlet's the week before and then they got two home games so we all know the troubles that Ulster have had so I think if we are a Rugger fan you'll be happy to it's see them. Good start for them exactly mate. it's a good start for them um, and there was a controversial penalty for Ulster in the 81st minute, uh, basically, I won't bore you too much with the detail, but yeah, yeah, they're, uh, they're it's not it's not Ulster either. It's Ulster. Uh, it depends where you're from. No, it doesn't. If you're posh like me, it's Wait, Ulster. Where, where are you from? It's not spelled A L L S T E R. Is it? How do you say it? Ulster. 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 Why are you laughing, Goody? Why are you laughing? It's like you don't you don't say Ulster. It's Ulna. It's like Ulna. Yeah, Ulna. What is your Ulna? Ulster. What's your Ulna? Go on. What's your Ulna? Your Ulna's your finger in it. Pardon. Your finger. Oh, Jim. He's employed. I know. To do a serious job. Yes, I did that. Pro 14. It was good. Enjoyed it. Thank you, Goody. And you're, mate. It's not all about us. It is today. How did you get on? I'm refereeing between you two. Apart from tweeting and giving people shit. Who are you sticking it to now? Uh, oh. Serena Williams. What what has she done? Her coach has coached her from the sideline, which is illegal in tennis. Did not, why? Did not know that. It's the, it's the panel, it's the laws. So the referee or the umpire saw it, and off the back of that, he deducted a point or gave her a warning or something. Then she's gone mad. And then it carried on. She smashes a racket, gets a point deducted for a second violation. And lost her shit. Lost her shit again. Sat down, <laughs> called the umpire a thief. Said, uh, "You need to apologise. You need to apologise to me. You need to apo- You need to announce an apology that I didn't cheat. This is in the U.S. Open final, and everyone's like, oh, you know, she's fighting for women's rights.' No, but hang on. So how's it come about? So that- how have you got yeah, stuck into how, her? How have because you got basically, stuck in? she's then gone. Oh, men have said worse things on the court. Yeah. Um, so you feel she's played the gender equality card? Yeah. Which uh, in tennis, people are talking about it being." Uh, a dinosaur sport in terms of how women and men get treated, which, you know, we're not involved with tennis. But to use that, oh, men have said worse things, as my mum taught me and my dad taught me when I was a kid. Great woman, by the way. Thank you. Ridiculous. What, my mum or? No, you saying that. <laughs> my mum used to teach him. Oh. Yeah, she did, yeah. So you do know she's a great woman. We're close. I mean, yeah, he'd, he'd be in prison if it wasn't for my mum, basically. I just don't I like the tone in which you're saying it. What, I'm sticking up for What are you saying about well, it? I don't know. It just makes me feel slightly uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, don't. Don't you speak about Miss Good like that. Please. I wasn't. Yeah. You were. Yeah. Um, so how have you got caught up anyway, in the storm? So why is Andy so, Good, the Katie Hopkins of rugby, Andy Good, that's what you've come out is causing the storm? I've just basically said, bottom line is she's abused the umpire. She deserves to get, there's, no, there's a lack of respect there. That, there's the issue. And it's gone wild. And then Jim pipes up. He's You're like, just trying to get your fellows up or something. Yeah. Goody like the Katie Hopkins of rugby. And then he messages I mean, me going, he messages so me going, horrible. He, he messages me going, oh, sorry, mate, I just wanted to get some more followers. And, <laughs> 
<laughs> I actually did. A coward. Yeah, I got four. So you know, you, you know, you got the you got the insights. You got the view insights. I clicked on it. I got four extra followers. Boom. Anyway, thanks very much to Rugby Pass for their help with the pod again this season. You can watch the show on rugbypass.com. And a big thanks to Guinness as well for their help with the pod and our live shows. And a big thanks to all of you who have signed up for our new Superfans monthly subscription service as well. There's still time to get involved, so check out patreon.com forward slash the rugby pod for all the details if you're interested in getting extra content every month. Being in with a chance of coming into the studio to see the magic happen and joining us for an exclusive end of season party just for the Superfans. There, there you we go. go. Right, let's get into the action from the weekend. Uh, let's start Welford Roadshow with Jim. A good win over Newcastle. Defence optional. Defence was shy. Joe, did you watch the game? Well, what what a game of rugby we had there today. <laughs> <laughs> a, po- a point... Uh, oh, fuck it. Mate, reading is hard, mate. That's why you need Mesco. She'll sort you out. What a great win for Leicester Tigers there. They were extremely impressive. Um, my man of the match was George Ford. He hit one try, six conversions and three penalties. He hit one try. <laughs> There's your analysis from Joe Marler. Mate, I he like it. He hit one I try. It, I, get, I get what you're saying, though. So, yeah. so we are we are warming. What wow. do you reckon's gone on at Leicester then? I mean, obviously, Matt O'Connor's gone. Jordan Murphy takes the hot seat. Instantly, we're going to have Jordan Murphy on the phone, hopefully, in a bit. Well, we know Weird, though, the sacking after a first game. It's mental, isn't it? One game in. If, even if the decision had been made before that, it still just doesn't look great. You've done all pre-season with him. Why don't you just do it back then? They were looking for any excuse, I think. I think that that's the bottom line. And really? I think, yeah, I think they were. There was talk in pre-season. There was stuff in the newspaper about discontent amongst the squad, the senior players, and him turning up for work two weeks late. Imagine off. that, though, your head coach. So, because he's got off the plane, from what you hear, he's got off the plane from South Africa, gone straight to Harlequin's training. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, he did. We were in the airport. He said, um going to the stoop today I said what for he said oh, I'm starting my job I was like I hope you don't expect me to come in today because <laughs> I'm off did you say to him have a day off or something like, just have a day off oh, no. uh, you can't with him he's full rugby noors isn't he yeah. so, Gus loves it leave, yeah. but there's a thing anyway, Matt, back to Leicester. Matt O'Connor turns up to imagine if I turned up two weeks late for pre-season yeah. or you as a player you, you didn't I mean? turn just, up to pre-season I know, did you I know that would be early for me two weeks <laughs> late to be honest but that's the thing as a head coach you think is that right is it wrong I know Ben Kay's come out and said the board put in certain uh, stipulations after their review last year a defensive coach was one of them they wanted in they didn't do anything about that and you kind of look at for me you kind of look at Leicester and go it's a bit football-esque to sack him after one game from the outside but the board have said it's not about a one-off game it's about a process that last year they underperformed the board put some things in place that they wanted to see that he hasn't taken action on and then you have that performance you know it probably could leave it till give him a few chances October. You know, had they played Newcastle with him in charge, would they have still won? Probably. I think they've done done the right thing. I think that they've had to get rid of him. You can't wait for four or five games and then you're almost right off the first game. So Geordie's in charge now. Jordan Murphy's in charge. Is he going to is he going to stay? I think he I will. Hope he yeah. Does, yeah. I think he will because I think with Matty O'Connor, you've got to think the coach that they've had before, Aaron Major came with great credentials. They've paid him out. They've got rid of him, mutual consent or whatever it is. Heineken uh, Mayer before that. Heineken Mayer before that. Marcelo Lefredo before that. Now give me C- a high C- balls. I kick at the balls. <laughs> Goody, you kick at the balls. Jim, you know play well against the Irish. You know play. <laughs> I was I was doing corporate during the Irish, but that's fine. Uh, but so Matty O'Connor, from what I hear, had a year left on his deal, so I'm sure that they'll see that through. So they, I don't think they can afford to bring another coach in. 
in Jordan Murphy, so initially I put out the, put out the, the, the Batman sign to bring a Jono or a Dino in. Looking at it now, I don't think they need one. I think they need to stick with Jordy Murphy, give him time, maybe add to the coaching setup with a defensive coach, which they clearly need. But he, in my opinion, as a Leicester fan, Matty O'Connor had to go. Something was clearly not right. 40 points away from home against Exeter, who are a good team. The, the squad aren't happy. Do you think they need a fresh voice? Geordie's been there how long? Uh, he went from player to coach, didn't he? Yeah, it's been there 20 odd years. My yeah. opinion, Joe, is I think that they, they need freshen up throughout the whole squad. I think the senior players in there have a big say. Some of them aren't performing. Unfortunately, I can say that now because I'm retired. And, we, and if we're speaking frankly, some of their star players haven't performed. Manu's obviously been out injured. He was great at the weekend. But I think Leicester in a really, really dangerous spot. My thing is, and you boys you know, have played, well, Jim, you've played for Leicester, you've played against them for years. You know, you go back a few years and there was a fear factor, right? And you always know you're in for a rough ride, whatever Leicester team rocks up. For me, that's evaporated, that fear factor of playing against Leicester over the last few years. And I think, I don't necessarily think it's an issue within the coaches, and I've said it on Rugby Pass on, on my column and stuff. It's above that. Their, their recruitment for me hasn't been a top two team, whereas you go back 10 years the top players were wanting to go and play for Leicester because it was the big thing. Other clubs have overtaken them. And I want Jordan to be hugely successful, but the people above him who are making decisions on signings are you know, shaping the squad. That that squad's not a top two, top three, top four squad for me, I don't think, uh, in terms of the depth, in terms of the quality. The type five, do you, do you fear playing against a Leicester type five that perhaps in the olden days? Well, my own personal opinion is that I still have a huge amount of respect for, for Leicester, even though... Like you said, they've probably underachieved the last few years compared to what they were before that. But I still look at Leicester as, oh, shit. As in up front, the forwards. Yeah, I'm going to have a tough day here. And especially going to Welford Road. And actually, I can't remember last time I played against Leicester. Probably because I bottle it every time. So there you go. (laughs) There you go. I think that Joe's saying that there is that you know, hysteria around Leicester still. I don't think there is. I think that you look at it. I don't think that's the right word. Hysteria. It means to be like hysterical. So you go there, it's like, ah, I don't want to play. No. Hysteria. What, no. would you, what word I thought you, you were say? trying to say history. No, that's historic, Joe. Thank oh. you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm, I'm sat here with two forwards that have had well, too much contact. I, I've got a feeling that me and Joe could bring out our own dictionary. I've just got a feeling. I have. Imagine I have. that. We'll see how that grows. Um, someone that you bag regularly on here, Jim, George Ford. I thought he performed pretty well. 29 points, scored a try, ran the show, attacked the line. I'm the same as you. Credit where it's due, mate. He played mate, well. He played well. Yeah, defensively, he was still poor. Like, Leicester were poor defen- oh, for defensively. for fuck's sake, Jim. Do you, do, you like, do you like him, do you? What do you mean, defensively, he was still poor? They I I'm not for... looking at my 10 and going, fuck, I wish he was better in D. Why? Because I, I want him to score points and, you know, put me in, put me at the line. You know, nice and flat. Oh, yeah, yeah, just hit me. <laughs> hit me. You know, to be fair, like, you look at all the 10s, you look at Cipriani, even Farrell to a degree, defensively, they're not great. Yeah, mate, Ford played better at the weekend. Like he, was he did, good. mate, he did. Mate, attacking wise, he did. He looked good. They're on the front foot. Yeah, like Leicester were on the front foot, especially in that first half. And on the front foot, we were talking before: is Cipriani the best attacking ten in the Prem in England? Without a shadow of a doubt. Without a shadow of a doubt, is George Ford up there on the front foot? He is, and and that isn't that Joe. Our thing hasn't been about Ford in terms of is he a good player? Mate, is he, of course he's a good player. You know, our discussions have been: is he the best ten? In England, that that's been the discussion. And at the weekend, he was good. The issue that Leicester have got, they've got to back it up. That's the thing. And he's got to go to the Rico Arena this weekend. Supporting Wass or Leicester? Of course, I'm supporting Wass. I'll be there in my ambassadorial role. But another man that you bagged last week, Dan Cole. What what area did he not play well? Against in Exeter. your opinion, against Exeter, I just thought defensively again. And this is coming from he's a big made 13, 13 tackles at the this weekend. weekend he's missed none. I've seen that. I've seen that. Mate, he play, again, he played well at the weekend. He did. Oh, mate, yeah. 
you genuinely think he listens to it and goes, oh, I'm going to do some tackle practice because Jim says I've missed a tackle. Influencer. That's what he's done. That is what he's done, mate. 13 tackles, none miss. Why is that? Well, I don't know, mate. I'm not it's his coach. Po- it's a fucking podcast, mate. No. He's listening. He's he's having breakfast with the kids and he, he's turning it off. Big bad Manu scored one from 50. See how quick he looked? Yeah, he? wheels. Yeah, he looked, he looked quick, didn't he? I'd hate to have to play against him. I remember we played, I played for Worcester. Was it Worcester? I'm sure it was Worcester or Wasps. I can't remember which team it was now. I've had that many. It was Wasps. Manu was playing for Leicester. We were away at Welford Road and I just, their plan off a, a driven line out was him down my channel. One time I just waved him through. I was like, there, mate, have one. Tried to fly out the line to get the intercept. Thought this is only going to happen. Yeah, but I don't get that, Andy. Why didn't you put your body in front? I tried. A teacher taught me two things in my life. One was two wrongs don't make a right. Yeah, Mrs. Yeah. Good. And sorry, three three things. Right, you can't drown on, a horse even though you've taken him to the water. Yeah. yeah. And the third one was you chop them low. The, the bigger they are, the harder they fall yeah. if you chop them low. I was taught that as well. That's a lie. Oh. That's an out and out lie, I reckon. It's a lie when it's Manu. <laughs> Fine. He, he was he was the like if anyone says who's who's the hardest player you've played against I'd say guys like Manu ones that can make you look like an absolute knobhead well, like you know you get all these things you know you get all these questions oh Bacchus both uh, Victor Matfield these no Bacchus is all all fart no poo mate it's oh, like, it's a lot. wow do you not think so no I just want you to see it if he's sat in this room mate he, he ain't breathing come properly, on let mate. me pretend I'll be him yeah. I've did my channel. I'm very good. Cheers, Becky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you? You're the hardest player. What you been saying about me, eh? <laughs> well, let's have a look at the Bath Gloucester game, shall we? Gloucester going into what do they go? Twenty-one 0 lead, and you're thinking, Here, here's a top four team. Everyone standing up to look at Gloucester. Cipriani on fire with a short ball to Ackerman for the try, and then they give away a twenty-one point lead. I thought it was a fantastic derby game. And, you know, it was a classic that ended in a draw, which I'm sure neither set, set, set of the fans would be pleased with. Is this from rugbypass.com or not? Bath will be upset that they let the, that slip lead. That, that lead slip. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> this is why it's great having you here, Joe. I knew, I knew it would only last one week. But fair play to Tom Dunn. You know, he scored a nice double and... Goody said he's the ugliest man in the Prem. Oh, we, no, we had this playing. debate earlier. So we're doing a, a Facebook Live for Rugby Pass. One of the questions came in, who is the ugliest player in the Premiership? Where'd I rank? You didn't even get a mention. Oh. Any, anyone else? Who... Anyone get dogs abuse at Quinns for ugliest? Lambert and Butler is he's, he's oh he's got me up there. Yeah. Oh no, he's, I like, I like he's Lambert. Not, he's, he's not ugly. Boy. He's got quite a he's got a jolly face. I mean, he's bubbly. We'll call him bubbly. His, shall we? His rig horrific. Is it? But leaner than me. Is he? Yeah. So he's leaner on the calipers than you. I mean, I don't know he's why I sound surprised. He's leaner than me but... on the calipers. Yeah. Absolute lies. Yeah. Well, it's horse shit. That's what I always said. But. You know, it's they're done. I don't know how yeah. it works. He's got funny skin. Um, <laughs> so he's got slimy skin, slimy skin. Yeah, he's oiled up. He's yeah. pinching himself. He's been in the ice bath for an hour. Yeah. So it's all shriveled and then he goes and gets calibred. Uh, ugliest, but no, we're not that ugly, are we? Well, when Kingston Town was there, he was ugly, weren't he? he oh, was... you horrible bastard. Yeah, I mean, he's ugly, man. Uh, the bath game. Let's go back to it then. Banners gets the decisive try at the end to level it. Off the back of whose pass? Cipriani's basically lob it and just see what happens again. <laughs> no, Jim. Lob it and see what happens. That's again. not how it happens. Do you, do you reckon that was better than last week? It's They're, they're two different passes. Same hand though, weren't it? Same hand, but in, in terms of the actual situation. So Sips has seen, I can't remember who it was, was it Jackson Willison or Jamie Roberts fly out the line at him to shut it down and he's floated it over perfectly. How many other players in the Premiership could do that? I don't think anyone. Guilty. Well, apart from Joe Do you Marla. reckon you could lob that over or not? 
No. No. <laughs> but you can That's see now. Sarcasm. Did I not put enough on that no. guilty? But you look at it and you go, you, you can make excuses and say, well, he had the advantage, he, you know, it's shot to nothing. But still to pull that bit of skill out. And I can see now why he told the cops, loosen the cuffs, these wrists are golden. Yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. But then you look at Gloucester and throwing away a 21-point lead, Bath... I, they to me they didn't look like a team with a plan. No, they didn't look very. Bath haven't looked good, have they? Um, they, they you know, a bit embarrassed really after the week one comments and the quali- before the games. Yeah, the quality that they've got there. Yeah, Falatau, Underhill. Do but but we'll, there's, there's chat about there's unrest with Blackadder. Really? Oh yeah. God, are you guys starting another rumor like that? It's been in the press, hasn't it? About potentially they're grooming in, in and I mean that in, using well, the word in the right way. They're grooming mm. Stuart Hooper to be the next DOR. The old hoops. That's what they're grooming down there. Really? You, saw, you saw at half time actually. They always had that little huddle when Stuart Hooper was captain. They always had that little huddle before half time, and they're carrying on doing it where the captain speaks. I've never seen a coach in there on Saturday. Stuart Hooper was in the middle of that huddle at half-time, sort of laying down the law, I suppose. Really? Yeah. And I, I, it's, it's, I, I, it's something I, I, I noticed. They're grooming him to be director of rugby. So, you know, you look at Leicester going for Jordan Murphy, Todd Blackadder, you know, if they lose a couple of games now, you obviously got you boys this weekend. He's the next one under pressure, I think. And yes. it, it's yeah. a horrible thing to say, but that this is the sporting world we're living well, in. Well, this now. is the podcast that does it, mate. So you're saying that you're trying to, you're trying to get Blackadder the sack. Matt, I think Bath do look a little bit in trouble, yep. uh, to be honest. And to be fair, if, I think if Bath would have lost that and Gloucester put in the same performance as they did in the second half and obviously they would have won the game, I think there would be huge pressure for Blackadder this week. Uh, let's move on then. Let's look at Saracens against Bristol. Interesting game. Big talking point out of the game. Bristol looked very, very good. I was really impressed with them. Uh, Madigan, who was on the show last week, was on the bench. What's the young 10 called again? Sheedy. Sheedy. He put a great, lovely kick, crossfield kick in. You recognise the names. That's the thing, hey, right? Pats. This is the thing with Bristol, right? And, and I've said that I, I, my personal opinion is I don't think they'll get relegated. Here's the reason why. Because they have got three or four South Sea Islanders who can bang. I just think they, they look very physical. They look good. Yeah. Uh, Will Hurrell in the centre, Uzakovskin, by the way. Uh, very good. But yeah, the, the, I mean, the turning point was George Smith's red card. Where do hey, you is, is he only signed for six months? Yeah, it's thirty-eight, mate. How long is he getting out? How long is he going to be out with that hit? It was pretty. Do you, go on then. What do you think? Me and Goody have got an opinion, but it'd be great to get someone on the ground. It was a big old hit, mate. Illegal. Yeah, hit his head. For me, it's borderline in terms of where the point of contact was, and this this whole thing about and this is where I might come out of retirement again because they're lowering it, no. aren't they, to the nipple level. Yeah, which means people are going to have to tackle me around my ankles because <laughs> that's the where my, my nipples hang down there. So untackleable, basically. But yeah, I mean. My my first so my first instance was Jackson Ray has been absolutely smoked and he's gone down like a sack of spuds and then you look at the replay and you're like yeah he's he's going off here and then you see there's a there's a moment where George Smith goes up to Jackson Ray goes up to Jacko and says mate nothing wrong with that mate I've um, smoked you yeah, I've absolutely smoked you mate and then Jacko stays down and then went back and had a look again today some slow mos gone you got it there ooh I mean there's a serious amount of whiplash. Mate, he's, sm- he's reckless. Oh, it's a hell of a shot. Hell of a shot. Oh, no, mate. His shoulder hits him in the head. If he's made contact with his shoulder on his head, he's, it's a red. The debate is... Can you imagine if Chris Halafir was still <laughs> oh. playing in the Prem now? <laughs> he used to absolutely I mean, he got banned enough people. as it was. Yeah, he did as well. But, oh, my. He absolutely smoked me. Oh, did he? Gone, mate. Blindsided like that. I thought, yeah, I'm going to carry the ball for my... 
Second time in 80 minutes here, that'll be me. <laughs> Absolutely smoked, lost the ball thingy. They bring, bring it up on the Monday, talking about um, ball retention. retention. Yeah. I went, I've been knocked out for Christ's sake. What do you want me to do there? <laughs> he was horrible, him. He yeah. was horrible. horrible. He hated me as well. Absolutely Who hated me. doesn't? Well, I know, I know, but he had a, like, basically, so the London Irish game where I basically killed David Pace for that fight, which is obviously maybe into a court hero that Such I am. Such a big man, that. And Pacey's about four foot. Mate, he, he wanted it. it <laughs> he's got spaghetti arms. It was, he wanted it, mate. It was like Fight Club. He wanted it. Yeah, he's a bit tapped. Yeah, well, of course. I mean, to, to want it off me, he's, oh, he's kidding, oh, mate. He wanted to die. But anyway, Hallow Fear's waiting at the side of the pitch. He's in his suit. He's obviously been, he's on an eight week ban. And he's like, basically, he's like, come on. <laughs> I was like, no, Matt, I'm tired. Straight, straight into the changing room. <laughs> I know. Lock the door. Yeah, exactly. So he weren't too happy. But um, no, on George Smith's hit, in, in today's game, it's reckless. That's what yeah. it looks like, mate. He's, he's, he's ended him, and a lot of people might argue that it was a good hit. Pat Lamb was obviously, he didn't want to say it, but you could see that he wanted to say it, that he thought it was a big hit, and he would say that because he's from Samoa, and they love hitting like that. So that was a turning point because up to then, Bristol looked very good. They yeah, would they, they, they went in at half-time. Up, didn't they? 18-13 up. There you go, there mate. You go. They scored from a crossfield just before. Would they? Would Bristol have won the game? No, they wouldn't, but they potentially would have taken away a point. Uh, hearing is tomorrow. What do you reckon the ban's going to be? If any ban at all. Well, Bristol hope it's not five months, won't they? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, whether, Four weeks. Yeah, Has he got previous? No. Well, I don't think so. In Japan in a car or something. Nick a taxi, didn't they? Or did he nick a taxi, didn't they? No, they don't bring real life stuff in, do they? No. Uh, four, no, contact with the head, six weeks. With four. What have you had? Sorry, what have you had? What did, what, I'm trying to think what you six had. Six weeks will be, no, go at mid-entry, yeah, six weeks. He knows, look at him. If he's got, if his conduct conduct's good yeah. and he wears, you know, smart gears and, you know, he's really remorseful. Pleads guilty. Pleads guilty. And, uh, yeah, he'll get three or four weeks. There's a man, maybe, with a maybe. lot of knowledge. What was your what was your worst ban? Sail away last year on Awani. Oh, so in, 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 in the clear out. Yeah, you've absolutely judged him. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he had just dropped the elbow on me. Oh, so, so you did it on purpose? Two phases before. So you did it on purpose? Yes, I did do it on purpose. Okay. okay. Honesty. Okay. That's exactly what I said to him. <laughs> I said yeah. he's just elbowed me there. Someone's just trod on my head. Me, my ears hanging off. We've missed a kick at goal. I've lost the plot and just found him at the next ruck. And I've had a moment of madness and gone in with my shoulder. <laughs> and they've gone, okay, thank you, Mr. Marler. Guilty? You pleaded plead guilty? Seven weeks. Well, I think that what is guilty. I think, I think that's pleading guilty. Six or seven weeks. There wasn't any mitigating factors. And even though I dressed really smartly, actually, that day. Yeah. I even put a tie on. Did you? Yeah. Did you go? Did you have your, your shit led on you or not? Did you have. Yeah, well, previously, I've my very first one with Marcus Ayerza. I had an orange mohawk. Oh, God. And the day we were going to go, Connor's called me in and he's gone, Harry, Joe. I said, yes, boss. He said, Harry, do you think it'd be a good idea if you shave your mohawk? <laughs> and I went, what for? He said, you know, you know, set a good impression. I went, no, I'm not going to do that, thanks. And I'm going to wear a check shirt and chinos. With my, sleeves, with my sleeves rolled up. I don't have anything else. And I turned up like a bag of shit, and that was it. Was actually commented about my appearance, appearance and conduct at the hearing. And what did you get? I got four weeks. Marcus got two. He Marcus got four reduced to two because <laughs> I got four, no reduction. He wore a suit, didn't he? He looked very smart, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine the baggy trousers that he was probably wearing? <laughs> the bush, the tips tell of the, the shoes, tell the bush that. Yeah. How oh, goody? Should we talk about wasps? We can do. Die young, getting the sack or what? Got a forty point spot on them. 
You're an idiot, aren't you? I know. I'm Absolutely. Oh, look at you. Get, look at you all protective. I'm joking. No, it's a good game, actually. Elliot Daly scores a worldie to start off with, but Exeter just do what Exeter do. Their driving more was ferocious. Ultimately, Wasps will look at that and go, discipline-wise, some unnecessary penalties. Nathan Hughes, brilliant player, ball in hand, gives some dumb penalties away, which, when you actually look at it, when you don't need to give a penalty away, and the knock-on effect playing against a team like Exeter, who have got a ridiculous, in my opinion, driving more, and I don't, I won't even start on how to stop it because everything was tried they failed with uh, but you, you give away those big chunks of territory and then Slade kicked a few from 60 metres out to about 5 metres from the, the corner flag which makes it a damn sight easier obviously without stating the others to, to drive over so Wasps will look at it and go we made a load of errors uh, but they're always in the game uh, but Exeter are no matter who they pick no matter who plays you know, they've lost Nick White and uh Stu Townsend's come in at scrum half and played pretty well. Yeah, they're chopping and changing. So is a few he the players. one who did uh, Shields' cheek? Is he? Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it was a... it, no, Shields tackled him, so he's oh, taken right. a quick tap penalty. Shields has hit him, and he's just got his head in the wrong place. And he's was it, was it come off his knee or something? No, head on head. Oof. Yeah, head on head. He's and got that... a big old Swede, that Stu Townsend, though, isn't he? Horrendous haircut. What? He's. I, tw- I tweeted about it. What's the matter with his haircut? Horrendous haircut. What's he got? He's got a fin. They call they call them fins down there. What's a fin? Basically, it's like yours, but bigger and better. They'll say. What's so, mean bigger? It, as in wider, like a wider. As in he's got thicker hairline. No, it's like, like a wider a, mohawk. As, as in wider mohawk and kind of it goes down like, like a, a chuck tail, Adele. like a fin. Yeah, yeah, yeah like a chuck oh, okay, Adele. Yeah. yeah, but it's also a bit longer at the back. It's like a fin. They got Stu some crazy hair down there, haven't they? They have. They got have. a lot of time for that. I can see them finishing top of the league fairly comfortably after game two well just their their consistency we you know you go back to last year yeah but what if next week they become inconsistent well this is the thing I've just said they don't whoever (laughs) plays they don't seem to and yeah they'll go through a rough patch but I thought Simmons had a wonderful game did you yeah yeah. But I'd definitely give Slade the man of the match in my eyes oh he had some wonderful (laughs) passes and uh there was some good kicks out of the kicks out of the hand sometimes but yeah Exeter were very good Uh, Wasps Made some errors, some good bits of play as well. Lost the bonus, the losing bonus point towards the end. Um, things to work on. Big game this week for them against Leicester. And talking of Leicester, I believe we've got our old mate Jordan Murphy on the phone. Jordan, how are you, buddy? Good, lads. How are you getting on? Yeah, not too bad. Goody mentioned there, Geordie, uh, old mates. Are you feeling old after the last week? I know I've seen you everywhere. It must be really tough. <laughs> yeah, mate. Mate, it's, been, it's been a crazy week, absolutely crazy week. Um, I was having out with the A-League last Monday night over in Loughborough and obviously found out and pretty much everything just blew up. Um, long hours, a couple of young kids screaming through the night and then sort of sort of 18-hour <laughs> days. So, uh, yeah, I'm feeling pretty old, all right, I'd say. Um, it's clearly been a dream of yours. You, and by the sound of the whistle in the background, you're still coaching, are you? Yeah, I'm actually at an, I'm at an 18 game here tonight uh, again, so I uh, no rest for the wicket. Um, no, it's, it's you know it's a, it's a dream come true. It's obviously not an ideal circumstances. You know, you, you, no one would, would sort of wish uh, I made a made to lose his job. Um, so it's probably bittersweet in a way. Um, but in saying that, you know, I think we felt like we had a few issues, and, and it's a uh, I suppose it's nice to be able to try and uh, um, rectify some of the uh, some of the points. So. Uh, yeah, it's a busy week and, and, you know, obviously we've got another tough one again this weekend. It doesn't get any easier at this level. And Geordie, you've been at the club 21 years. I was there as a young kid. You had a full head of hair and you were still playing at the top of your game. Um, but there's been a lot of coaches along the way and I know it's not, you know, something that you'll probably say, but I'm interested to know. Is there any one of the coaches that you've worked with where you, they've set the benchmark for how you want that club to be in terms of culture and in, in terms of what the fans are going to get behind? Oh, you know, I, I think part and parcel of, of coaching or any walk of life is you just kind of take a little bit from, from a lot of people. Um, you know, I've had some really, really great coaches. 
and learned some lessons from, from every coach I've had. Um, Pat Howard, you know, was really impressive. He's with Cricket Australia now. I know I know I am. We all sort of had played under him and, and, you know, I thought he was pretty impressive by the way he wanted to achieve things and the way he did things. Um, but, you know, sort of, I think the rugby world is, is a strange one. You know, as you said, when I arrived all those years ago, Jim, you know, I, I had hair. Judy had no hair. Um, the only consistent was that a uh, you had still had terrible banter. So, um. <laughs> amen. Mine's great. My hair's grown back there, Jordy. I can help you oh, out man. there if you want. It's amazing, mate. I tell you what, I'm mad keen. I'm mad keen. I'm sick of being called a flathead. Yeah, we'll talk about that over the weekend at the Rico Arena. Um, obviously, looking at Leicester, the board have made the decision, um, and you, you probably can't divulge too much into it, but have they given you a, a, a time frame when they're going to make their decision on giving it you full-time? Because obviously, as you know, we're big advocates of you here. We want you to get the job full-time. Has anything been said about how long you've got in the job to prove yourself? No, um, you know, they, they haven't sort of said, uh, from my point of view, it's kind of a week-by-week -week basis at the moment. Um, you know, I was told when uh, Matt went that there were 64 applicants for the job within uh, sort of a day, a day and a half. Um, so I think a lot of people had, had thrown their name in the hat. So um, from that point of view, you know, I sort of said, look, I, I genuinely care about the club. I want it to be better. Uh, and if, you know, there's someone that can do a better job, then I'll, I'll happily support that. So from my point of view, I'm just trying to... Uh, I'm just trying to sort of do the best job I can and, and sort of, you know, see what happens down the line. You know, as you said, it is a dream job. And whether or not it's the right time, only time we'll see. And obviously the first week in charge this week, big one against Newcastle. What pleased you most about that? Obviously, as a Leicester fan looking at it, it was great to see Manu in full flow. But having looked back to the game, I know there's a lot to work on in defence. You mentioned that. But what pleased you the most looking back at that game? Um... You know, I think we were always going to get a bit of a reaction. I think players always respond um, in, a, in a way when, when we lose a coach. So I knew the boys were going to be up for it. Um, and it was really important that, you know, we, we sort of controlled the ball and, and, and didn't make too many errors and, and sort of kept ourselves with, with cool heads. And, and I thought we did that very well. We didn't turn the ball over a lot. We had eight turnovers. I think the previous week against Exeter, we had something like 24. So the mindset was good, but the skill execution was good. And, and we put a little bit of a, uh, a little bit of shape into our attack and, and boys executed on that you know I thought we probably spent a little bit too much time on our attack in the week and we didn't focus enough on our defence our, our defensive system was good we just fell off one on one tackles so um, we'll address that this week and hopefully be a little bit better but you know, as you said we've got a, a huge a huge amount that we can improve on and, and it was a good start and then looking at obviously um, the weekend's game against Wasps uh, big local derby as it is now Wasps are at the Rico Arena um, they had a, had a defeat on Saturday against Exeter how do you see the game unfolding? be really tough for us you know I think Wasps have been a bit of bogey team for us for the last few years we haven't won over there in the, in the last few years and, and you know we've, hipped in, we've been pipped in some big games but you know certainly uh, Wasps have an edge over us you know we'll have to go there and perform really, really well in order to get something out of the game Geordie lastly mate um, so there's a big issue here Ellis Genge right yeah I'm not talking about the line in his head yeah <laughs> that's an issue videos come out this week about him, of, of him down in a pint uh, he thinks he could beat me what do you reckon Joe, Joe Marler's with me actually and he's and he, you're in agreement with me aren't you Joe you're, well, you're thinking that I'm there's no chance I'm never in agreements with you you helmet Jordan uh, just want to say congratulations on your um, new job I wish you all the best with it does this mean Cheers, that you're now not going to be running around with the water giving everyone shit um, getting stuck into me left right and centre mate that's just you I just saved that for the Quins game mate. I, know much, <laughs> I, know, I know how much you like a little bit of banter um, okay well yeah. I'd like to see you when Quins play Leicester mate, out there with the water worry. then please don't you, don't you worry brilliant. if I'm anywhere near you you'll be getting shit brilliant Good man. Um, I've, got, I've got my CV ready Jordan for a coach if you need it <laughs> Yeah, we'll have a chat about that. Oh, okay. Mate, I'm available as well, mate. Get all the boys back together. Eh? Nah, fuck off. Jim, you're yeah. a joke. Jim, you're a joke. <laughs> Jordy, uh, great to talk to you, mate. Thanks for coming on. Cheers, I'll man. see you at the Rico Cheers. Arena on Saturday. Cheers. Sunday. Yeah, you'll do well on Saturday, mate. Saturday and Sunday. See you there. Cheers, buddy. Bye, Cheers, Jordan. Good luck, Jordy. I'll be supporting Leicester. Good man.
Tough, mate. Tough. I, I tell you what, looking at Geordie the, the last... I mean, firstly, what a bloke. I mean, 21 years, the loyalty that he's got. I'm looking at it now is... I do feel for him a little bit. You know, he's been through these changes. He stepped up last season, didn't he? Uh, when when Major went, him, him and Deeks... Well, he, and he ran Deacon. the Anglo-Welsh, didn't he? Uh, two years ago. Yeah. Well, and won it as head coach. Yeah, won it as head coach. But what happened last year when... Uh, or the year before when Major left, obviously before O'Connor. I think he had it for about a week when yeah. Ma- as Matt O'Connor was coming in. Yeah, okay. So, you know, he's been in that position before. What I'd like to see, obviously, with Geordie there is he's fronting everything. Like, surely now you just want Geordie to go away, do what he does best, have the rapport with the players that he's got already, build a strategy to win games and keep him away from the media. Get Bozza, get Boris Stankovic up there. <laughs> Can you imagine Boris doing <laughs> yeah. that? That's what I mean, though. Do you know what I mean? He, oh, this, mate, oh, you they're, mini, they're, uh, good they're game, mini cabbages, aren't they? They're Some mini cabbages. <laughs> I suppose that's the thing. That's where, you know, you you talk about clear lines. And for me, this has been Leicester's issue. Who is the director of rugby role and who is a head coach? And Leicester have always tried to merge the two. So you look at, I go back to my days at Leicester where they asked Marcel Lefreda to come in and be, after Pat Howard, be head coach and attack and backed coach. First thing Marcel Lefreda did uh, when he came in after the World Cup in, I think it was 2007, the first week he'd been there because he was Argentina head coach, he pulls into a room, Aaron Major, who's player, myself and Jordan Murphy, and says, listen, my job is to be backs and attack coach. But he was never a backs and attack coach for Argentina. He said, so I need your help and I need you know you to help me out in terms of how you want to play, what you want to do, which I found you know very humbling for a coach. Other coaches come in and say, oh, this is what we do. We're doing it my way or the highway. Um, and there's a clear, distinct difference between, for me... Paul Gustard is an out-and-out rugby coach, right? Mm. He'll have a voice in terms of recruitment and things like that, but who is the... There's a new rugby manager or something, isn't there? Billy Millard. Yeah. Yeah, he's in charge of all that sort of stuff. So you need... But there's conversation they have between them because it's got to be aligned. Yeah, of course. Guzzy's just in place, doesn't have to deal with the stress of organising all that sort of off-field stuff. And Billy's... He's done it. He did it, I think, in his last job at Cardiff Blues and Connett, so he's bang up for that. Yeah. And that's the thing, with, with Leicester, Jed Glynn, who's this rugby operations director, he's, you know... Goody, <laughs> he... leave him alone. Mate. Leave he, him alone, I, mate. I've got to say, he he's one of the issues at the club. Well, I speak to Benny Kay, mate. He's on the board now. He's running the show, isn't he? Yeah. So, you, you know, you, you hope Jordan gets the, back, the full backing of the board for the rest of the season, and he'll do a good job. The only possible concern you can look at, apart from Mark Bakewell, how much coaching experience is there? Because obviously there's Boris Stankovic, there's Brett Deacon, Mark Bakewell, and Jordan. They need another one. It's the last Premiership game to talk about. Obviously, yesterday's game, Sale against Worcester. Sale getting a 21-15 victory. With the dull game, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Um, what's the back row they called? Is it Jono? Jono Ross. Jono Ross. Yeah. Machana, Machana. Mate, 30-odd tackles or something in the game. He-man. Absolute he-man. Ridiculous, yeah. You, you That's never more than you made in your career, isn't it? Mate, so? it was a lot. I think... I can't remember someone making that many. Jacques Berger, maybe, against Clement. He tackled with his face a few times. I've never he? seen anything like it in my life or been next to anything like it in my life. But yeah, uh, there was a couple of moments in there. Johnny Aris. Was it a try? Off. Was it a try? On the post. I don't like that anyway. Rules is rules, though. Yeah, right? rules is rules. True. You don't like what? Well, you what do you do? You can use it. So basically, he's picked it up from nine and instead of looking for the try line, he's gone to dot it at the bottom of the post protector. Yeah, what's the rule, Luke? Can you stand in front of the post? Well, you're offside. Yeah, you're offside. This is the well, thing, Joe. fucking hell. Joe, this no. is it. No. What, okay, what if Didn't. you're lying in an offside position on the floor, not outwards, but you're along the post, you know, so you're like, you're lying there like a goalkeeper on the long, along the line. Yeah. Is that not, still depend, offside? Depends where the rock is. If the rock, if the back foot of the rock is in between the starting point of the post protector and the try line, if that makes sense. Is it just the bottom of the post as well? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's, so the, it's, it's the, the bottom of the post. It's the bottom, and that's what Johnny Arnold So if you look to lie on it, you're still offside. Nah, it needs addressing. I'm not having that. But it's been there for years. If I'm ever in that situation, I'm going to lie on it and see if it is pinged. Please do. Can you do it this week, please? Just like just lie there. Just if I'm ever in that position, just any time there's a ruck, just go and lie by the post. Who you got this week, Joe? Joe, who you got this week? Bath at home. Bath at oh, home. If you're dead leg. Yeah, you, yeah, if, you're, if, you're dead, if your dead leg holds up, um, you might not be in that position against Bath, to be honest with you. Exeter, you'll be in that position quite a lot. So, But just chatting quickly about Worcester. So, first week they lose to Wasps again at home. Yeah. They probably should have won it. Should have won. This week they lose away to Sale. A game again they could have won. Close, yeah. That knock-on effect of losses or the would have, should have, could have adds up, doesn't it? It does. Are well, they the team, they got are they the team they got at home. Next game. All right. So, you know, that'll be an interesting one to keep an eye on. But I I hear what you're saying, Andy. You know, sometimes you can get stuck in a rut. I remember playing for Worthing Raiders. Big team. We went on a Who? 11 game losing streak. And, Are you talking uh, about Harlequins last year? or Oh, sorry, no, <laughs> Worthing Raiders. <laughs> you know, it just spiralled. You just really lack confidence. and But you just... I don't know why you're looking at me. I've never been in that position. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll see. We'll anyway, see that's enough do. premiership for this week. Um, Jim, the Guinness Pro 14. Do you want a bit of a roundup? Yeah, give us a quick roundup, Jim, yeah. So we spoke about the Ulster Edinburgh game. Glasgow absolutely smashed Munster. Scoreline did, probably didn't reflect it, but 25-10. Dragons. Won their first game this season. Ross Moriarty's first game. Much-needed win for Bernard Jackman. 20- Against the Southern Kings. Easy win. 27-22. Benetton won again. Mate, they are 10 victories out of 13 games. Oh, Tight game, that one, though. Tight game. It was. Down it was. to the wire. Yeah, 27-25. Hey, the big one. Scarlets in a repeat of the final. Beat Leinster 23-21. Oh, was it Leinster under cracker. 16s this week? They yeah. had Healy, Cronin, Furlong, Toner. Oh, don't talk to Jim about Big Dev. Big Dev Reece Ruddock, not... Jack Conan. Yeah. They, they had a decent team out there. Yeah, they're, they're a decent team, but it's not full strength yet. Toner's not full strength, mate. That's all I'm saying. Let's take a little bit of a look at social media, shall we? Oh, it's been going mad. As long as it's not about who you two are abusing next. No, no, it's about you, Joe. It's oh, not it's about, about me. It's not about Brilliant. me all the yeah. time. I love the attention. Give it to me. So we've had one from Kevin on Twitter. Great handle, those. At Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joe, question for you. What's yeah. the weirdest thing that you've done on a rugby field? Oh, um, well, there's a couple. I'm sure there I'm is. Yeah, there's no a couple. Doubt. I've got, yeah, you know, I've got away with. Ah, one of the weirdest was um, <laughs> uh, beer. It's away in the Cunt's cup. The, <laughs> the challenge cup in the European Challenge Cup. Um, the what? It was pissing it down. European always hammered down. Never pissing it down. Cup, no. And there's puddles on the thing, you know, three or four inches deep. But I was a bit scared for my life at times. Yeah. Stuck at the bottom of rucks. So I get a bit claustrophobic. Yeah. And you know you can drown in three inches of water. Yeah, That's I all it takes. I didn't know that, no. Yeah. And there was a 22-metre dropout, and it's fucking freezing. And I'm, 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 I start shaking. You know, I'm walking around the pitch, aren't I? That's what I do, traditionally. Yeah, that's what you do, yeah. Walk around the pitch, I'm getting quite cold. And I think to myself, what's a good way to warm me up here? So I thought, oh, right, fuck you it. You didn't. I'll take a piss. <laughs> you just pissed yourself. So I've taken a piss, pissed myself, oh. and I've turned to Ollie Cone, who stood next to me, and I've gone, Twents, his name's Twents, you know, oh, Twents. I've gone, Twents, I'm having a piss. And he went, what? I said, I'm, t- I'm taking a piss now. It's so warm. He was like... Can I have some? <laughs> no, no, he went... There was a pause in him, and he went, Same. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Eye to eye. Eye to eye. We were like, brilliant. And they'd already done the 22 dropout. And we were like, oh, fuck. Were you winning or losing at this point? 
Uh, I don't know. We won the game. Oh, you won the game. We won the game. I think it might have been the year we won it that year. Oh, really? I told you the Queensland's a weird, eh? I'll tell you what we're going to do. It's freezing cold on the pitch. I'll tell you what, I'm going to piss myself. No, that's not a general... <laughs> you can't use that tag for the whole team. Just two of them. Just, just two of them. Just two. Just oh, two I, stalwarts in the team. The backbone of the team. Two what? Stalwarts? Stalwarts. 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 Jim, my mum taught you maths. <laughs> <Your> English <laughs> is abysmal. I, my, my school was shite. That's what I said. <laughs> Mum's a great woman, though. Don't you ever even think that she wasn't. Oh, I know she is. Um, talking about that, though, I remember I was a kid once... Obviously. Of course, Good for yeah, you. of course. Well, well, um, yeah. we, we all were. I was a kid playing at Leicester. I think I was 18 years of age. And we've ran out. I've waddled out, obviously, down the steps at Welford Road. Before the kickoff, Graham Rouncher shouted out, Lads, 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 get round me. Make a circle. So we all stood there, and he's captain. I'm like that. Oh, all right. He's got down on one knee, <laughs> pulled his cock out, and had a piss on the field. <laughs> I don't want anyone seeing it. And we all stood there before the game, looking at him, pissing on Welford Road, taking a knee. <laughs> Got up, played on, kick off. I'm like that. Um, Mind that puddle, lads. Can we have a chat about that? Yeah, no one pisses in our pot. Exactly. That's what he says. Yeah, he just took his piece out and um, long piece, actually, Graham. Yeah, Roger. it is long. It's a helmet. You so he's been circumcised. Uh, rumour mill. Any rumours, lads? You got must have some rumours coming out of Quinns. Any signings? I've got no rumours, but Semi Kunatani, the back row we signed from Toulouse, yep. smells absolutely wonderful. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I asked him because he's quite a quiet lad, and I went up to him in the gym and I was like, <laughs> Semi, you smell incredible. What is that? And he's like, hee hee hee. I was like, no, no, what is it? I'm asking what it is. He's like, I want it. Uh, just uh, Fiji, Fiji. <laughs> and I was like, Fiji. Okay. Fiji what? That's Fiji. all I got from him. That's all I it's got Fiji. from him. Fiji water. Fiji all water. I know is he smells incredible. Um, Jonathan Joseph to Bristol's? No. That's a rumour, mate. Mate, it wouldn't surprise me. You can't just me. make shit up. I think They're it's not. a genuine rumour. And it wouldn't surprise me either. The cash that Bristol have got, the fact that they want to get England players in there as well, and Bath the way they are, underachieving, shall we say, at the minute. And JJ isn't scared about... Chasing a bit of cash, is he? Let's be honest, in a good way. And Bristol have got a lot of cash. Yeah, Willie Lapu. Well, sorry, Willie Lapu is good this year, isn't he? He's awesome. Yeah, he he's was been awesome very for good last year. Yeah, South Africa in the summer. Um, so yeah, so Willie Lapu, uh, Larue, sorry, off to Japan after the World Cup. Apparently, it's a rumor. Oh, he came. Good, he, he came from there, didn't he? Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me because ultimately, if you can earn, you know, you get to a World Cup and do whatever, and then after a World Cup, you can earn the same money for doing half as much, playing half as much rugby. It's not all about the money, Andy. No, no, I'm it's saying not. it's about workload. Joe, no, it's not, mate. That, oh. that, that was a comment about workload. <laughs> Guarado? Is it the French captain, the hooker? Guido. Guarado? Guido Guarado. Guido Guarado. Guillaume good player. Girardo. Very good player. Go. Yeah, Guarado. Where's he going? Montpellier, apparently. Oh. Apparently. Cash money, Montpellier. Yeah. So, it's over to Andy with the good, the bad, and the ugly. Oh, thank you, Joe. Plenty of good this week. Obviously, we haven't talked about the Rugby Championship, but the All Blacks, again, impressive. Individually, Shannon Frizzell, second All Black cap, 18 tackles, 15 carries. He was immense. Um, plenty of other good. Liam Williams, hat-trick for Saracens. George Ford and Manu Tuolangi, playing exceptionally well for Leicester, bouncing back from where they were at. Matt Tamua was outstanding for Australia. Uh, a brilliant performance by him at 10, interestingly. How hard for him to like, tell the jet lag that? For 20 bags, you do it, don't you? Um John Cooney, George Clooney, yeah. uh, two weeks on the trot, two winning kicks and a contract extension. Uh, that was pretty good. Uh, Ramiro Moyano's try. Anyone see that? Absolutely rinsed. Mo- Richie Moanga skinned him for a lovely little try down the wing. What else was good? Cipriani's pass was outstanding. Again, to score Banners' try. Of course, it was going to be Banners back at the wreck, getting the 
try to level it. Uh, not a nice bit of news. Hartbury RFC. The whole team shaved their head and raised over 10 grand to support teammate Reese Oakley, who's been diagnosed with testicular cancer. Um, always nice to report on things like that to raise money and awareness. Um, we wish Reese all the best with his battle. Um, for me, there was one thing that really stood out over the weekend. Tell me it's the hacker. It is. T to Hori Orangi. Uh, obviously made his all-black debut coming off the bench, which is an amazing thing anyway. And then you see his dad and his, was it his sister? doing the hacker in the stands yeah, sister, after the games could, to him. Which, message, you, know, you watch that and how the, how that hairs on the back of your neck can't stand up. So were you, you the same, have you seen that, Joe? Yes. What did you think? Right, okay, now we're mates and we can we can let the guard down. We're not down. mates. Now we're, we're closer and we're on the same sofa. So as a father of two, yeah. did you feel any emotion towards that? Not, that in, being not in the slightest. No. You really? Yeah. Not because I'm dis, disrespecting it or anything, but I it's not my culture. The hacker doesn't mean anything to me. And I didn't. No, I didn't feel it. I got the whole. I got the whole idea and the sentiment behind it. Yeah. But no, it didn't do anything for me. That's where me and you are different. Did it? Did it make you tingle? Did it? I thought it was very powerful. The the fact that it was his dad was the thing for me, and and the raw emotion and passion that he showed, and what it actually means in that country to represent the All Blacks. I just. He's a small town boy as well, isn't he? Yeah, that's right. From Rotorua and all that. I I just thought it was quite raw. Yeah, a, I liked raw, it. a raw moment that was. Raw. I understand Joe's point because yeah, he's, not, yeah. he's, I'm not he's still playing it. No. no, no, not at all. Mate. Yeah. It's, it's one of them, isn't so it? The if, you, if you've got no love in your heart, you ain't got no love. <laughs> <laughs> so the goo this week goes to T to Horiangi and his father and his family doing the hacker after his first cap. I thought it was a nice touch. Um, the bad. Oh, on the flip side of that, what we got on the bad? There's plenty of bad, to be honest. We'll start off in France, shall we? With referee Laurent Cordona. Uh, Cordona. Who was the, the? He was a donut. Uh, referee in Toulon cast at the end of the game. Caster in front, Toulon breakout from around about their own 22. You know the old pick and go from that's been outlawed now from an offside position. You've got to have everything behind oh, the know. ball. They'll pick and go oh, the old Tongaweer. Yeah. yeah. Mon Ribot, the Toulon back rower, has picked it up clearly from an offside position, broken through, handed it off to Girardo. Play's gone on, ended up being Nicosi, I think, scores in the corner uh, to get the winning try. Referee, and this is the same ref that I think sent off Parise. He hasn't even checked the TMO for a match-winning try. Absolute shocker he's had. Uh, another bad, Dominic Ryan forced to retire due to concussion. Pretty bad news for him, obviously, at Leicester now. But yeah, I lot, didn't even know he was at Leicester. A lot of good sentiment come had out around the match. Yeah, he played a bit last year, yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah. Poor fucker. Uh, Duncan Taylor, again injured. Imagine this, you play in A-League on a Monday night, Jim. Only you know about this. At Allianz Park and his ACL's gone. Yeah. A lot of ACLs go on these four or five G pitches it's or whatever. Not natural, literally. Get rid of them, I say. They're not natural. Yeah, I feel for Dunk. Big injury. So poor Dunk. He's a quality player when he's fit, and he is. I reckon he's an unbelievable player when he's fit. Yeah. But he's had loads of issues with hamstrings and knees yeah. and shoulders and stuff. So wish him all the best. That's pretty bad. Uh, other bad things: some haircuts going around world rugby at the minute. Anyone see Curtly Beals do at the weekend? All business at the front, party out the back, it, it, channeling that, that, his inner Kenny Powers. That's been a long time coming, though, hasn't it? He's got. He's literally got back as permed up. Yeah. Oh, looks beautiful. You'd love it, Joe. Has he had oh, the rollers on? That? Look I, think, I think he's had the rollers out and everything. Curtly um, Bill perm. I'll get it up. You carry on. So yeah, Curtly Bill shocking haircut. Even worse, Stu Townsend, the worst haircut I've seen in the Premiership since I've retired. Oh, really? Horrendous haircut. I Stu, can't believe you're sitting there. I like Stu Townsend as a bag in barnets. He's a young kid. You shouldn't have a shocking hairdo like that. Um, Agen, three from three, defeats. Got absolutely humped by Rassing, 59-7 at the weekend. Pretty bad. But for me, the baddest and worst thing, most disgusting thing I've seen on TV for a long time, Sam the Knob Cheese Vesti, as he was 
known at Leicester? The bogey, oh. mo- the bogey monster. <laughs> He's been caught. He's oh, had a shocker on BT hell. Sport. Talking him up, Austin was with the coaches. And he just goes and picks his nose. Oh, he's pr- he's I understand sometimes. Well. He's got his tooth between his nail and like. I understand sometimes. Have a yeah. pick. Have a pick of your nose. You've got to clear out the nose sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You don't do it at a rugby game <laughs> in front of the cameras and then eat it. The worst bit, eating it. No, Sam. But that's you the, disgusting human being. Mate, that shows how comfortable he is in his environment, though, isn't he? Because he sat there. He sat next to all the other coaches. And if you're not comfortable in your environment, you sat there like a bit like, you know, head up, shoulders back. The minute you start picking your nose and eating it, you're in your comfort zone. Um, and then let's move on to the ugly. Jim. I agree, Jim is ugly, but there's yeah. only one ugly this week, and that's to my old mate, Matthew Bastero. You bastard. Oh, my days. That is an assault on a rugby field. You bastard, eh? So, that's one of them where you watch it and you're like that. Oh, you bastard. Oh, it is you <laughs> bastard. <laughs> he, I mean, he's flown into the to clear someone out, first and foremost. Probably legal, borderline legal. Then he's been pushed by... Samson. Christoph Sampson. Yeah. And then he is just forearm. Sampson's lying prone on the floor, face down, looking the other way. And he's just forearm smashed him into the side of the head. I mean, it was assault. In the street, you banged up for that. Go on, Joe. What are you thinking? Well, you want me to comment? Well, well I can't. It, I, I feel like I, I do I do have an opinion on it. But you don't, want, you don't want to give it because it'll well, get you in trouble. Whatever opinion I give on it, the response will be, God, it's fucking rich coming for you, isn't it? That's fair. But That's we fair. Know, hey. <laughs> Another one, another one. My mum taught me. It was bad, you know. Learned I know from, my bad stuff, and it did look bad. Learn from your mistakes, and that's what you've done, Joe. Well, yeah. no, you'd argue I haven't. Well, you're not banned right now, are you? Well, you're he, right. might, he, so might, he might be. He might I'm be in the, the learning state. So he might still. He might be thinking about getting banned. No, at the I weekend. don't think I'd do that, mate. He was that was horrible. He was properly prone, and it was a full-on swinging arm to the back of the, it. Was his neck, wasn't it? His head. Yeah, it was his head. It was. Head. Yeah. Nah. I, do, I so, do the odd bit of stuff, but not that. Yeah, I a man do of it, water squirting, but I yeah. ain't assaulting someone. A man of experience now. I know. If that was in the Premiership, he's getting done there for a long time. Four or five months, do you reckon? Yeah. Joe's just going through his process that he's been It'll through. It'll be entry level 12 weeks. Yeah, you're probably right, actually. He's got a bad record. Yeah, maybe, I'd say 15 weeks. Really? Yeah, but maybe 18, you're right. No, 18 weeks. And that's what you get in the Premiership. In France, he's getting two weeks, I reckon. <laughs> Oh, well, they just do what Captain, remember. French captain. Do you French remember cap- that Hougé when he oh, stamped on that bloke's worst head? Thing and they worst thing I've a, seen. Yeah. They set up an in, a different disciplinary. So yeah. he was originally banned or something. And then oh. I don't even think he got... He didn't get banned for it, did he? Oh, no, he didn't get banned for it. That was a different one. He stamped on someone's face. Yeah. Hougé. Yeah, Goody, you took the head off one of the greatest players to have ever played the game, Dan Carter, when you were at Natal Sharks. It's a high tackle, mate. It's different. Mate, you assaulted him. It's a high tackle, mate. I left <laughs> mate, my arm out. High tackle. You didn't leave your arm out. He stepped me. I left my arm out and have some of that. Tom Croft. Yeah. You've tried to put him in the crumby stand <laughs> when you played against him, mate. <laughs> and now look at you. Yeah, well, come on. The game's moved on. I've got to say that. The game has moved on since my time. And you can't be going around swinging arms into people, lying prone on the floor, not looking into the head. You're captain of France. Get captain out. Toulon as well, isn't he? Yeah, Captain of Toulon, Captain of France, ban him for, I'm going to say, 18 weeks. I like Joe's 18 weeks. I think he'll get 12. I think I think there's been that much made of it. Cheers, Goody. Um, you are welcome. <laughs> that I think, yeah, you can't do that. That's just one of them. It's a no-no. I also know that I am never going on holiday to France again. Right, Goody, that's it, mate. And Joe, we're done. I think we'd better leave it before you get us in any more trouble. And Bastereau's people, they could rock up here next week. They could rock up here and do you for defamation of character. It's not, though. Clear evidence. He's forearm smashed someone in the back of the head, lying prone. Prove it, they might say. Evidence. Prove it. Uh, Joe, thanks again for coming. Are we mates yet or not? 
Fuck off, James. Okay, that's fine. So can, when, are you, when are you coming back? Can you two be friends? Well, no, we, we might uh, never. Be. Not in this life and not in the next. <laughs> I'll be back. Okay. Well, it's probably just uh, left to say good luck and hope the de- dead leg heals. Ready for next week's game. Thank you, James. Uh, thanks very much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, follow us on Twitter, review us on iTunes, and check out our new subscription service on Patreon for even more content. Rugby pod. Rugby pod. 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 Pod, pod, pod. pod.